All Around the West, Episode 14, The Valley and the Battlefield. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of AllAroundTheWest.com's podcast. This is Scott and Sue, and uh, we uh, appreciate you joining us tonight. We have a couple of things we'd like to share with you tonight. And during our recent trip to Montana, we drove through this beautiful valley called the Valley or the Land of a Thousand Haystacks. And we'll tell you a little bit in the, that particular episode or that particular segment why it is so unique. And then we made a visit to the Big Hole National Battlefield in southwestern Montana. And uh, we have some fun things to share with you there. So I hope you enjoy this episode. We thank you so much for being with us, and we would love to have you visit on, visit us on our blog at allaroundthewest.com. And uh, if you're on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or Flickr or Pinterest, any of those places, we are there also. And we'd love to have you interact with us there as well and leave us your comments and give us your thoughts and share with us your ideas and visits and travels. And so I have links to all those at the top of our website at allaroundthewest.com. Enjoy. Valley of a Thousand Haystacks, or it's sometimes called Land of a Thousand Haystacks. This is a valley that we drove through last year, and we noticed these, I don't want to call them unusual, but different uh, haystacks than what you normally see these days. Now, they were different because they were just piles of, of hay, right? As opposed to something that was rolled up or, or baled or things like that. They were large, round haystacks like what you'd imagine, like in pioneer times. Right. And uh, this valley is on Highway 12 west of Helena, Montana. And um, these are huge haystacks. And they're made this way to protect them uh, against the wind blowing the hay all around and to protect them from the, the, the rain. It actually says it prevents, uh, it protects them from the rain. And haystacks made in the manner that we'll talk about, the manner that you see here in this valley can last two to three years if they aren't opened up and start and start to be used. So, so that it not only does it protect the hay from the wind, but it also from the elements. So what they have is what they, they have a contraption called a beaver slide, and this was invented back in the early 1900s. And it has a, it's a, it's, it has a, a large, wide rake that they put the hay on top of, just the loose hay that they just pushed there from the field, and then it's pulled up an incline to the top of a rig, and then essentially, almost like a catapult, it, it, it full, uh, pulls forward and dumps the hay on top of the pile. And usually they have around the pile a cage that helps build up the, the side of the pile quite high. They can get as high as 30 feet high. So this is an interesting contraption. You can see them around the valley, some in use, or not in use. We have, I don't think we ever saw one in use, but we certainly saw them around haystacks, and we saw them, saw them where they had been left inside the valley, or in, inside the fields, and weren't in use right at that point. So they, they take this contraption, the, this beaver slide, to where the, the hay is going to be piled, and they do their thing, and then they move it to another place and pile the hay again. So it's an interesting uh, valley, beautiful little valley. And uh, we had fun looking at the haystacks as we drove through it. It's a narrow valley called the Little Blackfoot Valley. So if you go, nothing, uh, nothing to do but uh, to drive through and admire them. 
There's a historical marker that you can see and read about it, and I will have a link to a video that I found on the internet that showed how they piled the hay this way. So fun place to go as you're driving through Montana Valley or land of a thousand haystacks. We visited Big Hole National Battlefield in Montana, and it is the site of a battle that took place on August 9th and 10th, 1877, as part of the Nez Perce War. The uh, Nez Perce were being rounded up and sent to agencies or reservations, and there were five bands who were trying to stay free. They were led by Chief Joseph, who is a well-known figure in American history. He's famous for uh, finally at the end saying, I will fight no more forever. Chief Joseph took these five bands and they started in their homeland, uh, their ancestral homelands in Washington, and started a 1,170 mile journey to try to get to Canada and stay away from the soldiers who were trying to send them to the reservation. So they began their journey, and along the way, they were chased by uh, U.S. soldiers under the command of General Howard, and they were successful. There were some skirmishes along the way. They were successful in keeping ahead of the soldiers. By the time that they got to this area at Big Hole, they thought that they were far enough ahead of the, the troops that they could rest a little bit. They had gone along the Lolo Trail, which was a... Uh, trail for buffalo hunting that was familiar to them and Big Hole was an area that was uh, also familiar to them as a very old camping site so they camped there in this beautiful place along the uh, winding Big Hole River thought that they had uh, several days in order to be able to rest they didn't know that there was another group under the command of Colonel Gibbon that was coming towards them the 7th Ca uh, US Infantry coming from the west and so they were surprised. And um, in a pre-dawn attack, the Colonel Gibbon's soldiers attacked the uh, Native Americans who were camped along the Big Hole River. And in the battlefield there, the, the encampment is recreated. There's lots of teepee poles set up, and the teepees are marked with where the different lodges were, the different chiefs. And in that area, they came across the river. They surprised the uh, Nez Perce who were sleeping. And between 60 and 90 people were killed. And uh, there were men, women, and children who were killed. And so it's a very sacred area to the Nez Perce because of all those who were killed there. The Nez Perce warriors rallied, pushed the soldiers back across the river in a counterattack and were able to have the soldiers retreat up to a piney wooded area, small area, that was tree-covered, a hilly area, and there they uh, laid siege to them for overnight, for 24 hours. Nez Perce sharp sharpshooters kept them there uh, trapped. The soldiers dug hasty entrenchments to try to protect themselves and during that time the families were able to try to get away and escape once most of the families had gotten far enough away and escaped the uh, 
Colonel Howard's troops were coming. The scouts saw that they were coming, so they left the field, and Colonel Gibbons' men were saved. Um, the Nez Perce technically won the battle because they were victorious in keeping the uh, Colonel Gibbons' soldiers under siege, but it was a hall of victory because so many were killed and it was an interesting place to visit so that's the whole story of what happened when you go to visit there um, there's a trail that leads out to the uh, the encampment with a trail guide that's quite interesting and also there's a trail up to the pine area the siege area that also has a trail guide you can see still see some of the entrenchments there there's also a Another offshoot from that trail that goes up to an area where there was a howitzer that was captured by the Nez Perce and taken apart. It's a steep trail. We didn't hike up there. Um, it's, it's a very interesting place. It was a very uh, interesting experience. It was a touching experience to be there and to feel the spirit of the people there. I really enjoyed the experience. It was also great, of course, because I like tromping battlefields, it was great to be able to go and to see the ground and to see the choices that were made and how the battle unfolded. So there's a uh, this valley where the Nez Pierce were camping, and as you mentioned, there's the big hole uh, river that goes through that. A lot of willows that surrounded that particular river, which... Uh, provided a lot of provide some cover for some people as mm -hmm. they ran into that area to the river into the willows to escape and hide from the soldiers who were coming and shooting uh, there's stories that we read or well read about um, acts of courage and bravery and honor they said during that time you mentioned that a lot of men women and children were killed and but there was some where uh, the soldiers recognized it was just women who were there were there attacking and they stopped and, and they didn't uh, some who were hiding there in the river in the willows and didn't proceed to kill them but there were others who did go ahead and kill kill them um, I thought it was also interesting that they said the the and as Pierce had put their horses on the side of a hill there and there was a one of the um, Indian one of the Nez Pierce tribe had gone out to check the, the horses and he found that there was a line of soldiers there and the whole thing started earlier I think than what was intended if I remember right because yeah. he surprised them and so shots were fired and the whole thing then kicked off right they were waiting for first light and he went before first light and they saw him they killed him but um, some of the warriors in the encampment heard the shots and then yeah, the soldiers started. So, clues. right, the part of the confusion and stuff too was that it wasn't all the way light. Yeah, and you can only imagine how how difficult that would have been for for those who were camping to have that thinking they were safe, and and all of a sudden they're being attacked and trying to escape. And uh, I, I, as you mentioned, I always thought it was interesting too how during that siege they held the soldiers at bay so that people could escape. And, and go so as you mentioned it's a, it's a beautiful area uh, that little valley is beautiful I can see why they wanted to get there and rest and uh, the the trails and the, the hikes we went on were very interesting 
great place to visit, great place to learn about the history of the Nez Perce and the Nez Perce War. So just kind of a, a final note about the Nez Perce War. After this Battle of the Big Hole, um, the five bands continued on in their quest to get to uh, Canada to be free. They made it just 40 miles south of the Canadian border and at the Battle of Bear Paw, which is also another uh, battlefield site that you could visit. They were um, finally captured and just short of Canada. Just huh? short of Canada, there mm. was um, one band that escaped to Canada to be a sitting bull, and they were free. But that's where Chief Joseph surrendered and said, "Our children are freezing. Our chiefs have died, and I will fight no more forever." Mm. That's Big Hole Battlefield in Montana. It is off highway is on Highway 43. If you go south on I-15 from Butte, and west on 43, or south on Highway 93 from Missoula and then go east on Highway 43. You can get to it. it. The visitor center is open 9 to 5 in the summer, 10 to 5 in the winter, and the whole park is open from sunrise to sunset. Also, when we were there at the visitor center, there were a series of brochures um, for an auto tour that you can go on for the entire Nez Perce Trail, which goes from Washington to Montana, and it uh, there's several eight different brochures for each section of the trail and each one has um, driving directions and then lists different important items that happened in different places and we uh, looked at that during some of our our travels and that was quite interesting to see that so you could you can drive the entire the entire trail and that's part of the Nez Perce National Historic Trail and, and Nez Perce National Historical Park. So two other things that to mention before we close this uh, podcast out, they also have a commemoration every year yes. uh, where uh, descendants of those who were Nez Perce, or I guess they're still Nez Perce, right, mm -hmm. uh, um, come and remember those who uh, fell there and those who were on the trail. They have a pipe ceremony, a drum circle, other uh, ceremonial items that are events that you can come and, and observe as the public. You're welcome to come. And observe that it's usually in August uh, uh, I would guess near it seems to be near the time of the battle so the, in 2013 I believe it said it was August 10th uh, they don't allow you to take pictures or film anything but the public is welcome to come and participate uh, and if I'm not mistaken a few days later we visited in Yellowstone I think we saw that that trail went through Yellowstone as well did it not? yeah it does go through Yellowstone and I was uh, reading some of the things from the auto tour booklet through Yellowstone. And there were tour, uh, I mean, there were skirmishes and mm -hmm. things, people who were captured from both sides mm -hmm. uh, as it happened. And that happened after Yellowstone was actually a national park. So mm -hmm. that was surprising to us. Yeah. So, okay, again, Big Hole Battlefield, um, good place to go and visit. I'm Scott. I'm Sue. And this is the podcast for allaroundthewest.com. Where's your next adventure? <laughs>